the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am Jade Warshaw. I am joined by George Campbell, and the two of us will be your hosts for today. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. Those phone lines are open. Christian will screen your call and we will talk to you about what's going on in your life. And just to be clear, this is a money show, but um, it intersects with so many things in your life, your career, your marriage, your relationships. So many issues are affected uh, with your money. And so we understand that. So give us a call. We'd be happy to talk with you about that. Let's go straight to the phone lines where we've got Joe in Jacksonville, Florida. What's going on, Joe? Hey, I was calling in. I was wondering, um, how do I go about dating when I come from an affluent family? Um, you know, many girls' parents will see me as a big dollar sign instead of seeing me for who I am. Mm. And I was wondering, I was wondering what your thoughts are because I face that problem with many families. Is how, your, how do they know? That's what I was going to say. Um, you know, usually when you meet a girl's parents, they ask you what your parents do for work, which is a very um, normal really? thing to ask somebody. And then when you tell them, can you, we, you come from, a, yeah. Can we ask you what, what do your parents do for work? Um, well, it's more of my family. Um, I, I have multiple cardiologists in my family between my cousins in everyone. Okay. So that's, uh, and that's your leading talking point when you're on a date. I don't understand how your whole family comes up in this situation. Well, um, not when you're on a date, but when the girl brings you around her parents and what's your, okay. Yeah. So what's your family's net worth? Like just your immediate family. What's the net worth of your parents? Um, it's substantial. <laughs> Uh, like 10, 10 million, 20 million? Uh, yes. Okay. So I would not have garnered that just from you talking to me. I would have thought, oh, they're doctors. That's great. Um, if, if, if I said to you, Joe, what do your parents do? And you said, oh, they're in the medical field. And I said, really? Uh, well, what do they do in the medical field? If you said, oh, my dad's a heart surgeon and my mom's a anesthesiologist. Real talk. I would be like, okay, they got some coin. Like, I would just derive that, but I don't think that I would even think to ask further. I wouldn't go really. So how has that calculated? So how are they getting to the point of knowing, does your family have a name that people recognize in the community? That's correct. Yes. In Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. So is there a name on a hospital or something like that? Yes. Yes, it is. I I see. Okay. So it's much more obvious than you having to bring it up and talk about it. Exactly. That's, that's well, what correct. does the what a family have to do with it? What is your fear going into this? They see you as a dollar sign. What does that mean to you? Well, it, it just really uh, worries me because I have to wonder what they're telling, what you know, the girl's parents are going to tell their daughter when I'm not around. Um, you know what? Um, like, don't let him go. Make sure you do. You know, yeah, don't. I get it. Know, I get it. Taking, I get it. Uh, taking more interest in me than other other people. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think you're going to need some discernment as you date to just go, is her heart in it? Would she have married me if if my family was broke? Is that really a big factor? How are you finding these dates currently? Um, well, you know, just around town in church, things like that. You know, I try to stay off the Internet, but, you know, that's kind of this day and age. 
Yeah. So the people in your church... Um, they must know your family? Yes. Yes, okay. that's correct. So there's part of this that... There's part of this that could be very real, and there's part of this that could be perceived, right? Because uh, if I go back... If I go to my home church... People know, oh, Jade, she works for Ramsey. She's on the Ramsey show. Like she has this cool job, but it doesn't really change. I could talk myself into thinking they're going to see me different and they're going to talk to me different, but it doesn't really change anything because they've been knowing me for how, you know, 10 years, however long I've been at the church. So is there a piece of this that you're just worried about it or have you seen it play out and actually be a reality? Um, there was... Um an instance where I was talking to a girl at a wedding that I'd met and the father wanted to get his daughter and, and leave the wedding. Everybody was leaving. Uh-huh. And, and he asked uh, the groom what my name was. And he told the father my name and the father said, okay, well, we'll just wait around and give them a minute to talk to each other. Weird. I mean, that's weird, but that's also like, I feel like there is, you should expect for there to be some like jerk moves or, you know, dumb, people are going to have dumb moments for sure. But I definitely don't want that to talk you out of dating a really nice girl. And because here's the thing, you're, whether wealthy or not, you're going to go down the line with plenty of girls singing, oh, I, I, I liked her and then it's not going to work out regardless of having wealth. You might get to the point of thinking this is the one and then it doesn't work out. I think that that's happened to everybody, right? And so I think that you're going to know pretty early in whether someone has ulterior motives or not. And maybe that's you developing kind of your own spidey sense. Spidey sense or a little screen a, a little sneaky screening test that you do when you're talking to people or there's a little checklist of red flags that you look for when they're talking to you. Are they talking about money in a way that you think is a red flag? Are they talking about, are they asking you more questions um, about your family than they're asking about you? Right. I think it's you going, okay, what, what is it that I need to be looking for um, when I'm going on dates? Also, who is it? Like if, if somebody is setting me up, who do I trust to say, oh, I have a friend, you know, they'll be, you know, because I do think that, um, I think that the circle of people that you get in is really important because people know each other, right? And it's like at my church, the folks that I roll with at my church, they know people and I know that the people they know are good people. And then I, since those people are good, it's like, it's almost like birds of a feather flocking together. True. And so I would probably just decide like, hey, I, pro- I don't really... There's certain people that if they say, hey, I have somebody I'm going to set you up on a date with, I'm like, mm, okay, no, thank you, you know? Yeah. I also wonder if he got out of his own circle, uh, Joe, would that help because they don't know you from Adam at that point? That's also good. You know, to where they're they're right. seeking you out for the right reasons. And my worry is that it's going to be more paranoia in your head of like, oh, gosh, they're trying to get up the family's money and they don't really care about me. And that's what I don't want you to have. I would just walk into it and just be Joe and take things slow, ask the right questions, you know, establish boundaries, be transparent. That's the best thing you can do in these situations. And over time, you'll vibe it out and you go, no, that's a good family. Those are good parents. They're not yeah. out my money. And that that's always going to be a factor, though, you know? Yeah. Rachel Ramsey, when she was in college and met Winston, Winston was like, Dave, who's that guy? Yeah. And so that was a big factor. Of, there was no weirdness there. 
Yeah, I think, honestly, I think a lot of it could be in his head right now. He had that one moment that like kind of freaked him out and that can definitely give you, make you gun shy. But my guess is most people are not looking at, they're not, most people probably aren't making that connection. They're just like, oh, your last name is Jude. That's great. I'm not thinking St. Jude. It must be them. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw, joined by George Camel. Breaking Free from Broke is the name of the book that George Campbell just came out with. It's very, very cool. And you're recording the audiobook as well, George. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I just wrapped it. The team's editing it right now, and we're doing an enhanced audiobook. So it's ah. got some music transitions. We're weaving in some conversations and phone calls and things we've done to just spice it up for the listener. I love that. That's very, very I cool. I try to break the mold, Jade. You know, I'm excited for that because you've... I've heard your audio on a couple of different projects. Remember when you did the fine print? Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorites, that narrative. You've Similar got a narrative good voice. Vibe. Thank you. I appreciate you that. you got a good voice for that. And That's you have cool. a new book, uh, Money's Not a Math Problem. That I just do. launched this week I do. on pre-sale, and it's coming out in December. So I'm very right. excited for you. You can check out all of those books at RamseySolutions.com slash store. And, of course, we bribe you with some goodies for buying it early, including with mine, the free audiobook Love and it. ebook. Now that you told me it's going to be like zhuzhed up, I'm kind of you jealous. You can. There's still time to zhuzh. Maybe a little bit. I, I do my own sound effects. Pew pew pew. Boing, 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 boing. That's pretty good. <laughs> Let's go to Elaine. Did I say that right? Elaine in Phoenix, Arizona. She spells it differently. What's going on, Elaine? Uh, so I was planning on retiring next year at 45. Um, I'm 44 now. Uh, have a few financial setbacks uh, over the last two years. And just kind of wanted to double check my math that it still makes sense to leave my nine to five. So, wow. Okay. Um, leaving the nine to five. Can I, can I ask a question? Are we leaving the nine to five to do something else? Or you're just like, I am done using my energy to do any sort of work. I'm the type of person I'll always do something, whether that is going to be something that's super monetarily rewarding is sort of to, to be determined. Okay, so how much do you have on your nest egg? Uh, so I have about 500000 in various retirement accounts and then some investment accounts. Um, I also have about 250000 that's coming to me from the sale of a, an old primary residence okay. that will be added to that. Um, I own my home, so I don't have a mortgage. I own my car. I don't have a car payment. I don't have any significant sources of debt other than the fact that I have a child who is, you know, a huge money pit. Um, love him, but huge money pit. What's your personal so, home worth? Not a, uh, 640000 Okay. And you live in Arizona. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's your game plan? Let's say you retire next year. What is your game plan and why do you feel like it's now set back? 
Uh, so I went through a pretty nasty divorce um, last year. It cost about 180000 over the two years that we were in court. Um, and then I got laid off last year as well. So I had about six months of no income. Um, so really, I just want to spend some time and focus on my kid and watch him grow up. And uh, I had some health complications as well. So just slow down so that I can be here long term for him. Mm. Okay. And then what's your plan financially? Let's say you retire next year. What is the game plan as far as using these retirement accounts and the cash that you have to sustain yourself? Because what if, let's say you live to 95, that's a 50 year retirement. What's our plan to not run out of money? So it, I a, will not live to 95. Our DNA is terrible, but um, hey, <laughs> don't, say on, that. don't say that. Don't say that. They're doing God will now spite you by making you live to a hundred. Uh, well, what percentage uh, were you maybe. planning to pull off of this? Um, so I've been running various retirement calculators um, and basically drawing down um, 45,000 a year um, until I retire. And you're working alone or are you working with a professional? I'm working alone. I would strongly, 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 strongly advise you to get with a professional. Matter of fact, I'd love if, uh, Christian, can you set her up with one of our SmartVestor pros, set her up with that information so you can find a pro in your area? Because I want you to sit down with somebody who's going to run these numbers with you every single possible way they can run them and actually be able to give you a number that has been tested to say, hey, here's here's realistically what you could do and hopefully never touch the principle of this. And because mm-hmm. I'm sure I, I think that the, a number does exist for that, but I just don't want it to be you doing some quick calculations based on something you saw on the internet. Like, and I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just saying, I want to make sure that this is the right move. But bigger than that, I do think that before you pull the trigger on this, I think you need to know what's next on the corner for how you're using your time. And I know you have a kid and kids take up a lot of time, but as far as productivity and how you want to spend your days and what, what you do with your very, very useful to the world skills. Okay. And I think my hope is that it, that will come once I'm able to sort of focus and rest a little bit. Um, that will, my purpose will become clear. What if you called this, Hey, I'm going to take a year. I'm going to take one year versus I'm going to retire early. That's a very different decision to make that I think would give me some I peace if I'm in that. your shoes. I got suckered back into going to work. I tried that. Um, I was going to take a year off, and I, I made it four months, and somebody pulled me back in. What um, kind of work did you so, do? Uh, I'm in software, um, so I do like software architecture. Do you love that work? I used to. I hate it now Okay. so much. Because so, you just so did the most for so for you just over- I, I've been doing this since I was 20 years old. I've been doing this my whole professional life and it's just it's the same problems every day. And I just want to solve a different problem, I guess. What would it I'm, I'm just we're just talking at this point. I'm not what would just a career shift look like for you to be like, you know what? I did that. I don't want to be in software anymore. I want to, you know, sew blankets like whatever whatever it is that you've just decided this is what you know what i'm saying like taking the time to just spitball things matter of fact christian make sure she gets ken's get clear assessment and some of those goodies maybe even paycheck to purpose because here's here's my thing elaine i really don't want you stepping out into this to to nothing else i want you to know like even if you called and said hey 
Um, I'm going to retire early. My church really needs somebody to lead this initiative and it's going to give me the time. That's what I want to focus on. Like, I never heard something that you're stepping into and I'm not going to lie. That bothers me a little bit. Okay. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm stepping into being present for my kid because I'm, I can't be right now. I work so many hours. Yeah. Um, and I know that only lasts for another probably 10 years until he hates me and um, you know, <laughs> lives in his room and never speaks to me again. But how old is your kid? How old? Is, how old? He's only four. Okay. Look, I respect that. I'm not mad at that. Being a stay at home mom's full time job. So I'm not going to uh, dispute that one bit. So look, get with somebody, talk with them, make sure to run the numbers and see what it really will take. And look, I'm proud of you. I'm not mad at all. I'm super proud. It's <laughs> not every day, George, that someone calls and says, yeah. This is an impressive situation. She's impressive. 44, has $1.4 million net worth. That's just what the numbers she threw out. Yeah. And realistically, she could make these numbers work for a long time, but I, think I so. do want to make sure that it's invested the right way that will help this money sustain itself for a That's long period right. of time. Now, 50 years, I don't know. I think we may have to go back to work eventually. And we've do, seen yeah. that from the, this is fire. Financial yes. independence, retire right. early. And we've seen some some members of that community go, Oh gosh, I retired at 34 and we had a, you know, $700,000 and now we're running out and mm-hmm. also I need to save for junior's college yes. and I don't have an income and so they're starting to get panicked and worried, inflation, housing, everything's going up over time, so we have to be cognizant of what the next 10, 20, 30 years could look like. I read an article recently and don't quote me on this because I literally skimmed the article, but it was one of the founders of Fire, I think went back to work for mm-hmm. those very reasons. It was like, "Hey, I got kids going in college and this is not necessarily what it was cracked up to be. Don't quote me on that, but go Mm. see if you can find that article because I do remember reading it thinking, wow, that's interesting. But for me, the bigger piece of it, George, is um, being productive with... Now, don't get me wrong. This is not towards Elaine. If Elaine is like, I have a four-year-old and I'm going to stay home with my four-year-old, that is a full-time job. And she's like, you know what? Life is more important than just work. I want to watch my kid grow up. I think it's a very noble thing to do, especially after what she's been through now as a single mom, going through a messy divorce. I think she does need some time to grieve. Yes. But do we need to call it quits and never work again? I don't know that that's the solution. Right. I mean, based on her job alone and based on the fact of how in demand she was for her job, she has a major contribution just with her mind. doesn't have to be software, but she's got something that she can do. You know, once her kid goes to college, like she said, when he's ready to lock himself in his room. <laughs> Done. So I'm proud of you. Elaine, hear us say, very, very, very good job. Impressive. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, Pro Family Filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. 
You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw. George Camel is sitting to my right, and we are your hosts for the day. Give us a call. We'll talk about your life and your money or the things that are affecting you regarding your life and your money. The number is 888-825-5225. Give us a call, and we will help you sort it out. Let's go straight to the phone lines where we have Stuart in Billings, Montana. What's going on, Stuart? Hey there. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm kind of at a crossroads right now in my life. I just uh, had to put my two weeks in for my current job. I've um, been kind of miserable there um, in insurance. And I've been looking into um, taking an online boot camp to be to start a new career in data science or, or data analytics. Okay. Um, but part of the problem is that um, that obviously has a tuition cost incurred, and I have um, existing student loan debt for my undergraduate degree and some other miscellaneous credit card debt that I've been working on. How much? And, uh, um, grand total is just close, just shy of sixty thousand. I've got thirty-five in student loans and the remaining um, in credit cards and other personal loan debt. Okay. Um, so, what would it cost to do this data science degree? or certification or the boot camp, I think roughly is uh 9,700 if it's paid in full. Um, there's other, there's several different programs out there that have a variety of costs. It, it ranges, I'd say somewhere between eight and 15,000 depending on the program. But the one I'm looking at in particular, they claim to have a, a 90% job placement rate and a hundred percent money back guarantee. If you don't find a job within the first six months after completion. And you just pay the the flat rate. It's not like, Hey, this is over the course of three months and you pay this at this month and this month. It's just a flat. The flat cost. If you pay in full is 9,700 mm-hmm. for the one I'm interested in. Otherwise you can finance it or um, make it an in installments. No, we don't want to do that. Um, how yeah. long is the boot camp? It's uh, 16 weeks. 16 week boot camp. And during the time of the 16 week boot camp, um, you're not able to work or do anything else. Are, are you going on location somewhere? Is, is it online? How does it work? It's online. It's uh, They say the average workload is 20 to 25 hours. It's self-paced. Um, so you can actually work full time. So I could theoretically go find any other job. Um, and work full time in the day and then do this at night. Sounds like you would need to. How are you going to pay for the bills? Yeah, um, that's a great question. <laughs> I, I was thinking about trying to find a different full time job and also working part time on the side, but I, I'm also trying to figure out how I can make all that happen. Um, but I think the bigger concern was that I just wasn't um, going very far in the current career I was in and needed to find something that I could actually. Um, enjoy going to work to do. Mm-hmm. And I think something in this data science field would be right up my alley. It's just a matter of how do I get there. How old are you? I'm 28. Have you, um, um, I, I, I like how you're thinking in the way of you're like, I, I started this job and I'm not going anywhere. I don't enjoy it. I think I might enjoy this. I'd like to get, I'd like for you to get a little bit more clarity on why you mm-hmm. think you might enjoy it before you invest 9,716 weeks. Um, and maybe that yeah. looks like finding somebody who does it and interviewing them, um, just digging into it a little bit more. Like, can I shadow you for it? Like, what does your job look like? And really dig into it. Um, we're going to give you 
kins get clear assessment because I really want to make sure that this really is the right field for you. Um, but let's put that on pause for a quick moment because what I really think, no matter what you decide to do, if you're like, no, Jade, after further research, I know 100% I want to do this. I think that's great. But I do think that you'll feel better about it if we can start cleaning up this initial debt in the process mm-hmm. or a first. So what would it yeah. look like for you to find a job um, that pays what you are making or more? That's a great question. Um, I mean, for context, uh, I was I was uh, netting 2700 a month after taxes and deductions and had full health care coverage and a matching 401k. So mm-hmm. it's hard to find something exactly like that right now, um, at least. And right now you have no income? Field. No, I've, I'm, I've still, I still have about two and a half weeks left of, of working there. I, I just put in my notice and, um, and that's just and because you could not work another day. You were like, I'm fed up with this. That and some other circumstances that I can't really get into, but it's just like ethical it, stuff. It wasn't a great, yeah, not from my own side of things, just wasn't enjoying what I saw on the inside. And, um, I just was having a hard time with my mental health getting through the days. And I just knew that this was the right choice to move on to something different. What's your undergrad in? Political science. Political science. Okay. Yeah. What I would do if I were you is I would be focused right now. I would be getting on Glassdoor. I'd be getting on everything and I'd be looking for a job that seems like something that you could stomach or enjoy for the next two years, year and a half. Sure. Where you're making, I I want you to get to 40,000, right? Yeah. Okay. And as much as you can, as much as you can, but I want you to matching what you were making before and I want you to get this debt cleaned mm-hmm. up. And in the meantime, if you yeah. can't land that full-time job, we got to get enough side hustles to create $2,700 in take-home pay. And that might mean delivering people, packages, food, Instacart, Uber mm-hmm. Eats, DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, you name it, in order to bring in enough yeah. income to sustain your life right now until you land that next job. But I'm with Jade. I would pause on this. I love this dream of doing data science, but let's pause. Let's find something sustainable. Uh, let's <laughs> clean up some of this debt, and then we can cash flow this $10,000 program and hopefully increase our income and do something we love. Very, very good. Thanks for the call, Stuart. That was, uh, you know, not easy, but I think he needs to clean up his his mess first. Let's go straight to Rob in Dallas, Texas. What's going on, Rob? Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Uh, I'll start by saying I'm on baby step four, five, and six, and I've been working through a question with my SmartFester Pro. We have about... $12,000 that um, I got as a bonus at work mm-hmm. to invest towards potentially a 529, which I've already invested in. Okay. I'll start with my question based on Ramsey principles. Why is the 529 a better idea than prepaid college? Well, and I have some specifics for kind of our scenario. Well, for me, the reason I like a 529 is because there's no limit on how much you can contribute to it. So for me, that's great. And there's not an income limit um, of what you can or can't make in order to contribute to it. So I just think it's a little bit free, freer in that sense. Um, and with the 529, you don't want the prepaid. You want something where you're able to choose the investments and the investments are growing. And something I like about the 529 is they're state specific, but you don't have to choose the one that's in your state. So you can literally work with somebody to find one that has the perks 
that make the most sense for you. So I just feel in general, there's a little bit more freedom in it. Um, but that being said, there's not a right or wrong answer. In your case, if you're wanting to contribute more um, than what a um, contribute more, a 529 would be good for you more what, than what what's an ESA driving would you allow. to the prepaid option. Uh, well, th- thank you for asking. So I have two uh, kids and I have 70K saved for my oldest child and 34 in a 529 in good growth stock mutual funds. My Smart Vester Pro estimates that at an in-state public school in Texas, uh, the younger one would cost 162K when they turn 18 and uh, 144K when they, uh, the older one turns 18. Right now I can take 66K and hand that to the state of Texas and buy four years of prepaid tuition. I wouldn't do the prepaid option. I would do something where you're able to choose the funds that are invested in and have a little bit more control. You're going to get more bang for your buck with that for sure. And there's a lot of restrictions with these prepaid plans that make them not as great deals. You think you can't pay for books, housing's off the table. There's some restrictions on what schools you can go to. I don't think you can transfer it in as many cases, right? As you would with the... Yeah, I, I would look into all the fine print on these, but we don't suggest a prepaid plan. I'd stick with the 529, and 162 is a lot. Let's try to get some scholarships, grants, and maybe choose a more affordable school. I love Ooh. that. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. Thank you for listening. Uh, I am Jade Warshaw, your host. This is George Campbell sitting right next to me, your other host for the remainder of the show today. Uh, Give us a call. The phone lines are still open. The number is 888-825-5225. Our scripture and quote of the day, each one of you should test their own actions. They can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. That's Galatians 6, verse 4 through 5. Freddie Mercury, ooh, lead singer of one of the greatest bands, I must say, Queen, and on my top list of best male vocalists. Fight me if you want to. 100%. He said, someone will always be prettier. Someone will always be smarter. Someone will always be younger, but they will never be you. Come on, somebody. That's what I'm talking about. That's a word. That's a word. That is. Ooh, love that. I had to let that marinate for just a moment. That was good. All right, let's go to TJ. He's in Philadelphia, PA. What's going on, TJ? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. How can we help? So we are just now starting baby step two. I've been learning about the Ramsey process, and we are in a bad place from stupid stupid mistakes. Um, We're just now starting baby step two. Okay. I have all the numbers for you, but the the question is, my husband is um, starting to work overtime and is also working a second job, and he's worried about missing basically the lives of our two little kids for working so much for the next three years. Yeah. Um, Look, that's a real concern that people have, and it's one of those things where you've kind of got to weigh both sides of it and find the right balance in the middle because your family is Mm -hmm. extremely important having time with them is extremely important and getting out of debt is important and setting them up by way of setting yourself up for the future is extremely important. So let's lay out these numbers and then let's see if we can help you strike the right balance in in getting this thing done. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So what are the numbers? What's the debt? 
Okay. Um, so, like I said, we're trying to turn over a new leaf here. We have IRS debt. We have um, 2023 taxes that we procrastinated on that we need to save up for $5,000 of that. Okay. We have my student loans for $6,500. Okay. And then we have back IRS debt for $12,000. And that's the back debt. Okay. And then, and then student loans for $24,000. So, okay. Student loans for $6,500 and student loans for $24,000. Yes. Okay. Anything else? That's all. No credit cards, no car loans? Nope, no credit cards. We 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 broke those up. Okay, how many kids do you have? Two. Two. And what is your combined income with you and your husband? It's seventy four thousand. And do both of you work? No, I'm a stay at home mom with the children. How old are the kids? Ages two, and my daughter is three months old. Okay, so this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be when you first started talking. Really? I, I was waiting i was waiting for it to be different so maybe that makes you feel a little bit better i don't know maybe it doesn't but um i'm looking at this and automatically i'm going to tell you to put the irs debt the back debt first that 12,000 even though it's we always say do your um debts from smallest to largest in this case the irs always comes first so because you've got the back okay. debt let's do the 12k first and then do the 5k so 12k IRS debt, 5K IRS debt. Then we're going to tackle the 6,500 student loan, then the $24,000 student loan. So that's the order of importance. Next things next. Let's talk about this budget. Are you on a budget? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like to just write down everything on paper. But mm. yeah. We're going to change all that today. We are going to rock your world, TJ, because we're going okay. to make sure you are set up with the best budgeting tool out there it's called every dollar and it is going okay. to make your life you're going to walk away today and you're going to go oh thank god because tonight you're going to log in and you are going to create your budget and you're going to know by the time you go to sleep tonight okay like after all the bills are paid after all the necessities are paid for this is how much money that we should have left at the end of the month and then i do have a number for you if you'd like what is it um fourteen hundred dollars is what's left. And that's with overtime and the second job? Yes. And with beans and rice type of stuff. Okay. What's your grocery budget? Um, I combined gas and grocery at $500 for the month. Oh, that's combined gas and groceries? Girl. I'm hoping. Are you guys investing at all right now? Does he have no. a retirement plan at all? Well, he's just starting a new job, so he's planning on not investing right away. Okay, we want good. to do that after we got it. Good. Good. I'm good. just wondering where the 74000 is going to figure out how we get more than 1400 Because 1400 bucks a month, that's less than seventeen grand a year, and you're sitting there with you know forty seven grand of debt. And that's going to just, that's t too long to sacrifice for four, exactly. five years. We need to speed this up. What's your mortgage? What do you pay every month in your mortgage? 1090 Okay. Right, that feels fine. reasonable. Yeah. Well, I think, and this is just me, I think that you might, I, I, you will benefit from every dollar. And I think you might find areas where some money is slipping through the cracks where you can go, okay, 
Maybe this is it because what, here's the thing with pen and paper, you're not doing things in real time. You're always having to circle back and go, okay, what was that? Okay, what was that? Where with every dollar, every mm-hmm. single day, you're getting that update of this is how much money I can spend. So that's still gonna be very a very big deal. But what I really wanna get to is finding a way with side hustles in order to bring this number up. I want you at least, I mean, what would it look like for you to bring in $500 and your husband to bring in an extra $500 every month? What would that take? Um, yeah, I, I thought about getting a job myself, but he said that he didn't really want me to work. He wanted me to be at home with the kids. That might be true, but if if you're not going to work, then he has to do double the work. So is he willing to do double right. the work? It sounds like he's concerned about that because the whole crux of this call was he doesn't want to miss out on the kid's life. You're at home with them all yes. day. So maybe there's a piece of that mm-hmm. that you can take off his plate is what I'm saying. Okay. And I think it, it sounds like a lot, but George and I talk to people all the time who side hustle. They do Instacart and they're bringing in four and five and six and $800 a month. I even know people now, uh, let me go on record on saying, I don't know if you're supposed to do this, but I know people who take their kids and do their Instacart. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And take so they're the able to have yeah. one car. You said you only have one car. Yes. Then maybe it's you drop your husband off at work. Then you go do your Instacart shift. You go back home. The kids take a nap. You do another Instacart thing and then you go pick him up. I think there's a way that you guys can do this where it's not. He hasn't seen the kids in three years. Like we don't want it to be like that. We want you to. um, That was my Titanic voice. That was pretty good. There is a balance that you can strike here. And I do think that it's with you picking up some hours in the day, taking the kids with you. And because I don't want him to work. 24 hours a day. You know, I want him to be able to see these kids. I mean, you got two and three month old. The, the truth is a lot of people will spend the next 30 years with stress and anxiety and the kids watch their parents grow up fighting about money because they didn't want to sacrifice for those two or three mm-hmm. years while they were young. And yeah. uh, I don't remember anything. Uh, you know, third grade, I think, is my first memory, Jade. So yeah. truthfully, he while he's going to have the guilt of I'm missing out on all this, the kids are not going to have trauma because dad worked overtime when yeah. they were two. And yeah. I want to set you guys True. up for a great financial future for the next 30 years, 40 years. Uh, and I'm okay with sacrificing right now to get there. And I think Jay's right. Yeah. There's a balance. I think you have some skin in the game. And truthfully, being a stay-at-home mom is a choice. And that choice comes with consequences. And one of those is we don't have two incomes. We have to figure something out yeah. to clean this up. And this isn't forever. And the good news is, here's what I want to leave you with. The good news is you are the average. Like you are the person, the average person is out of debt in two years or less. You're that person. You guys are going to get your income up. You're going to have $2,500 of disposable. I'm throwing at debt money and you're going to make this gone. You're going to pay off uh, $30,000 a year and this is going to be gone in two years. An extra 500 or a thousand bucks changes this whole situation. Dramatically. So hang on the line. We will get you every dollar premium and also sign up for a webinar Rachel's doing everydollar.com slash budgeting in just a few days. She's going to walk you through how to use this thing. Ooh, love it. All right, guys, that does it for this hour of The Ramsey Show. Remember, you can tell me that you won't do it, but please don't try me by telling me that you can't. With Jesus Christ, all things are possible. This is The Ramsey Show.